Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Big challenge for the suit. All the conspiracy theories he had came true. He has to find new ones. <laughs> You're talking about the Frosty story. <laughs> First of all, the Frosty story. Have you ever had a Wendy's Frosty? Oh, of course. Yeah, exactly. They're really good. <laughs> Free. <laughs> and I've done the and I've done the fry dipping too. It's a perfect combination. No, I don't do that. No. But doesn't mean you can't. Got to go with the vanilla if you do it. I don't do it often, but if I'm going to do it, it's the fry and the vanilla. But anyway. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. McAvoy, game center at the line. They cross on side. This is Marchand. He scores! Brad Marchand wins it in overtime. And the Bruins are now up two games to one in the series. Wow. Uh, In fact, that happened with suddenness last night. So, okay. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports domestic microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. It's all at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes, 11 and 15. And Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. You wanted to say one more thing about the Lakers, I guess? Nah, we'll save it. You're going to save it? Yeah. Why wow, you made such a big deal out of it? <laughs> now you're saving your best material? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, again, my big deal when it comes to the NBA right now is I think it is a pivotal moment for them. The NFL crosses every line, okay? They cross every line. 
That's why, for example, I know they have never made it, but if Jacksonville were to be in the Super Bowl against, say, the Detroit Lions, you would get a gigantic rating for it because it was the Super Bowl and it's the NFL. Okay? The NBA has always known it can't be at that level, but they've been posturing over the years like they are in the number two sport in the country behind the NFL. But they've hit it right most of the time. It's Bird against Magic. It's Michael Jordan against anybody. It's Shaq and Kobe. It's, you know, Garnett, Pierce Allen against Kobe. And then it's Kobe against them again the next year. And it's LeBron in the finals every year with the Heat after the decision. And in the finals with Cleveland and then winning with Cleveland. And Steph Curry coming on. Even when Toronto won, it was still against Golden State with Steph Curry out there. Now you have some marvelously talented players. Booker, Mitchell, Jokic, Doncic, Giannis, Embiid, Young, and, of course, the Brooklyn Trio. And as marvelous as they are, I don't think they get the casual fan juiced up to change, to really make the rating significant. See, that's the difference. The, the diehard is in, no matter what. That's why they're a diehard. But the casual fan, let's take the NHL. The NHL is really made up of diehards in terms of people watching. Maybe a few casual fans. But, like, as great a player as Sidney Crosby is, and he is just a great player, same thing with Alex Ovechkin, they don't really get the casual fan like, hey, I can't wait to watch Ovechkin or Crosby tonight. You know what I mean? I mean, in other words, like, the fan fan is like, oh, man, Ovechkin and Crosby, aren't they? It's going to be great. Now, you'll get the casual fan in the area watching the team. Hey, the Bruins are playing great. Hey, I can't wait to watch the Bruins. Ah, how much you know about the Bruins? Well, you know, they got Marchand, they got Bergeron, they got Pasternak, yeah, it's like, and they got Tuka Rask. What about the other guys? I don't know who the other guys are. But it's the Bruins. I'll watch them. Now, locally, that happens. But I'm talking about nationally. See, in the NHL, is that's why the NHL gets the rating they do. They get the rating they do because their rating is really all about diehards. I think you'd agree with that, right? Definitely. Right. See, now the NBA has been able to, with LeBron and Kobe and Shaq and everybody, they've been able to to get a lot of, and, and Curry, they've been able to get a lot of casual fans excited. And even though you have a long list of terrific players left on the eight teams, I mean, really good players. And fun players. But how many casual fans know anything about Devin Booker? As great a player as he is, and he is a great player. How much do they know about him? Can't wait to see him? Maybe the finals would introduce him. I don't know.
And the NBA does have a problem right now when it comes to there's a segment and you know you can think and believe whatever you want but it doesn't mean that along the way you you know you don't risk the possibility of turning some people off and they have turned some people off i think it's just a fair assessment it's not being critical of them that's why I think now Adam Silver's got himself a pretty big challenge, especially now when they want to negotiate new TV contracts. they got a big challenge here with the Lakers getting eliminated last night. You've had the Lakers get eliminated. So you have LeBron getting eliminated. You have the Lakers as a flagship franchise getting eliminated. You've had the Celtics a flagship franchise getting eliminated. You know, the Knicks are New York. And they're eliminated. As much as, you know, you may talk about the Nets. Still, the Knicks are the team in New York that has most of the interest. But, okay, just a thought. Just a thought. I know you want to make fun of the Lakers. I got it. And the only reason why I do is because of the oversaturation from the national media. And it's not just the Lakers. It's basically the teams you mentioned. And Brooklyn, who's still alive right now. I'm just saying that this is the issue that the league faces. It's the issue they face. In fact, if I sit here and just blindly say, okay, Devin Booker, what team does he play for? How much of the audience would know? Yeah, probably not a whole lot unless you're just like right? a, a basketball junkie. No, no. Again, the diehard, I don't expect the yeah. diehard. Okay, so I'm taking the diehard out of it. Yeah, but a casual okay? fan, no, you're right. Right, all right, and and Devin Booker is a marvelous player. He really is. Um, let's see. This audience would know who Joel Embiid is and Ben Simmons. But again, see, that's the local team. So I got to take the local team out of it. So you always have to take the local team out of the conversation because you know even the casual fans know who the, who on their team is good. Okay. Penn State football fans, there's a whole segment. Like, they just love Penn State. That's how you get 107,000 people. You get 107,000 people to show up on a Saturday. Because over decades, Penn State football, through the experience of tailgating, excitement, the games, success, stars, has captured the imagination of thousands of casual fans across the state. They couldn't name you the starting quarterback at Northwestern if you gave them five guesses. But they can tell you about Penn State football because that's their team. Penn State hooked them. And that is going to be the issue here moving forward. The issue moving forward is going to be what team does Luka Doncic play for? 
Who's Chris Middleton? He's really good. He's an all-star. And that's a problem the league has. Everybody knows who Steph Curry is, right? You've got kids on playgrounds emulating Steph Curry. Just like you get kids on playgrounds emulating Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Not everybody can throw a sidearm. Matt's teaching Luke to throw a sidearm. <laughs> and we're not there yet. You have to stop yelling at him. He's just a little guy. <laughs> you expect him to be Patrick Mahomes or Garrett Cole right away. You want him to hit like Bryce Harper. Huh? I mean, it's like when we talk about the Phillies, fans in our area can name all the Phillies, right? They can do it. Or can name most of them. How about that? They know Aaron Nola is, JT Realmuto, Reese Hoskins, Harper, Herrera. And you can go through the whole thing, even though, you know, Scott Kingery, why isn't he doing more, you know, thinking... Now, they even know, I mean, he never plays for him, but Mickey Moniak, they even know who he is. Okay. Now ask him about the Marlins. Uh-oh. The problem is when your local team is not in it, you get uh-oh. You know, because I'm talking about this is the casual fan, not the diehard. The diehard will watch no matter what. And that's the issue right now that uh, the NBA is, I think, potentially facing here. As great a player as Donovan Mitchell is, you don't have America, like casual fans in America, I can't wait to watch Donovan Mitchell in the Jazz. They're like, who's Donovan Mitchell? And guess what? Donovan Mitchell is as fine a player as you're going to watch. And ESPN has promoted the daylights out of these guys, man. Because, look, if I'm running ESPN, if I'm running ESPN and I put $1.4 billion this year into the NBA, I'm promoting it like crazy, too. I need you to watch. I need to get my money back. Right? I don't think they've done as good a job with, like, the Devin Bookers and the Donovan Mitchells in the world. I think out of that, like, let's call it second-tier group of stars – I think they market Luka Doncic the best. Well, it is such a LeBron-centric league. Yeah, just my observation. And it is such a Knicks-centric between the Knicks and the Lakers. They get exponentially more conversation on ESPN radio and TV than any other anybody else. I think that's fair. Because Stephen A. Smith is a huge Knicks fan. He talks about him all the time as if we're supposed to be enamored with the Knicks and LeBron's with the Lakers. 
The other 28 teams, you're right. I don't think, you know what, I agree with you. Uh, I agree with that. The other 28 teams don't get the same um, due because of the dominance of coverage of LeBron, the Lakers, and the Knicks. on ESPN. And they're paying 1.4 billion a year. Now see, while you're right in the sense that ESPN has its own has to has can can has their own thing that they control as far as marketing the league cuz they're paying a lot of money. But yeah, I, I think lot, I think it's the NBA's job exact. I think it's still the NBA's job to step in and kind of control what's proceed to the league. Like the NFL, for an example, they have such a stranglehold on the national media. So it doesn't matter what team is doing well, like you mentioned, if or or makes headlines for whatever reason, whether it's on or off the field, that team in the NFL is going to get talked about. That doesn't happen in the NBA. And that's where I think the NBA needs to kind of steer, kind of grease the wheels a little bit and, and steer those media partners into that direction. If they did that then maybe they might have some success. That's why, like you mentioned, if why you had Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Because uh, it's, it's a Super Bowl, people are going to watch. If it was like Jacksonville and Detroit, people would watch because the NFL does a good job of distributing the spotlight. They'll still well, focus on the stars, no question. Yeah. Well, part of what the NFL does in controlling the cycle is, for example, because it is, because the NFL draft can provide instant help to teams in multiple rounds just because it's the nature of football, it's amazing how the NBA draft does not do that. That is a good point. I mean, it's amazing how the NBA draft doesn't do that. I mean, uh, you know, the first overall pick is the Edwards kid going to what Minnesota, uh, and Ball went to Charlotte. Okay, it just they they don't help. I mean, they make you know they make their teams more watchable and they make them better, but they don't get anywhere. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back more in a moment. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. And the Phoenix Suns have gone on the road after missing the playoffs for 11 consecutive years and beaten the defending champion on their home court in the first round. You, sir, are my hero. Say there's a lot of hate in the other studio. A lot of hate. <laughs> I'm over here casual. Hey, Chris and Shemokin Dam is with us. Hi, Chris. How have you been? Thanks for your time. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for your time. What, I had a couple qu- questions on uh, yes, the spikes and the cross cutters and the leagues that they're in. Yes. I'm going to the game tonight. Okay, uh, great. Yeah, up in Williamsport. Uh, yeah, all the teams are not affiliated with any particular major league team, correct? 
That is correct. Uh, the may, the draft will take place next month, and then the players that you're watching now have a, a good opportunity to be drafted. Okay, that's what I thought. So it's kind of hard to develop any allegiance to the team not knowing where they're going to be next. Yeah, that I mean that's part of it. I mean, look, there's a process that even before where they'd have to work their way through an organization. But yeah, it's in other words, Williamsport had been affiliated with Philadelphia with the Phillies. So you'd see an Adam Hazley play there, you'd see a Roman Quinn play there, you'd see um uh just a number of guys. I mean uh the the catcher Knapp played there. So yeah, I can understand that where you feel like there's a starting point in in an organization that you love. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when a lot of the spikes when they were affiliated with Pittsburgh always made an extra effort to go watch them and disappointed yep. when they chose to leave State College. I know there's a big story behind that, but I won't get into that. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I mean that 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 is the difference, but it was also this was also the way to keep Williamsport and State College in baseball too. Well, I I hope this isn't a short-term thing where they're kept in just for a few years and then that league is eliminated. I don't think so. I think they like the concept of this. And I and I know the scouts do. I've talked to enough scouts. And uh they they are really I, mean, I was just talking to one of the Angel scouts the other night. They are really into this concept because now they get to see actual competition that helps. Good. Are you going to be there tonight, or do you broadcast from? I, 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 I've been broadcasting home games this year, so the next game I'll okay, do will be Tuesday game. night here. Yep. All right. Any word on uh, Penn State and Veterans Weekend? Don't know which one they're going to pick for that. I think we're going to start finding out stuff like that in the next week or two. How about that? All right, sounds great. Well, I miss seeing you tonight, but I'll see you at one of the Penn State games this year. I look forward to that, Chris. It'll be great to see you. Hey, you have a good weekend. You too, my friend. Thank you. All right, just past the bottom of the hour, the king coming up in the final half hour. You know, Doug Birdsong made a great point. There are a lot of kids on playgrounds in the Valley that don't think of themselves, Matt, as emulating Steph Curry. They're all emulating. Touchdown, We are said in such a way where you'd miss the next three plays. All right. Oh, my almighty. News is next on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all 
applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Oh, it's going to get warm out. You need lots of beverages. Back in the corner office, the suit's hydrating right now. Get Tell the me lingerie I'm wrong. on the deck. Call the janitor. Imports domestics microbrews. Best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers. Water for hydrating. <laughs> they roast their peanuts fresh and out every day. Lots of snacks. Six great flavors of slushies. And the pickle bar, which is second to none, led by the barrels and the dills. It's all at Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. The best of the business Indeed. I'll let you introduce our next guest. Well, he is fellow Laker hater and Yankee fan as we get set for the Red Sox. The King. We will sweep the Red Sox. Is there anything more intense? Is there any comparison and intensity between the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs? I put the NBA on last night for a little while, and I was like, I mean, the Lakers are losing by 35 in the first quarter. I'm like, oh, my God, they're not even trying. And then you put the NHL on it, and it's just a war. It's just, it's so exciting. Yet the ratings for basketball is better than hockey, but I don't care. The NBA sucks. So... I'm glad really you got the does. confidence in the you can't uh, in the make Yankees. This stuff up what they do, you know. You wouldn't believe what happened in Boston. It, you guys don't hear get the Boston news. You saw that kid threw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving, right? Correct. Okay. Of course, Kyrie turns it into poor Kyrie and all this. Now, can you imagine? Why did he throw the bottle at Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving went out to center court after the game and stomped on the Celtics logo and then used the logo to wipe his feet on like he was wiping the dirt off his shoes. That's why the kid threw the water bottle at him. You know, they don't show that part of it. Two days later, the kid is brought to court, and you would swear the president of the United States showed up. They have press everywhere, and the district attorney in Boston goes to the court hearing to make sure that it was not a hate crime. And she considered the bottle an assault with a deadly weapon. I'm like, 
if Larry Bird was there and and Kyrie Irving did that to the Celtics logo, Larry Bird would have taken his head off. Robert Parrish would have taken his head off. The Celtics, as an organization, said nothing, did nothing. And when the series was over, they all hugged it out with Kyrie. There's no more respect in the game. They don't care. It's all about individual players. They don't care about the teams they play for. They just collect big paychecks and say that they are, you know, slaves or some stupid thing. Okay, I'm done. Well, we don't condone that well, that behavior it, of throwing the water bottle, but, you know, what no, do you expect? No, we don't condone it at all, but it's not an assault with a deadly weapon. At, at, least, at least Kyrie played. <laughs> yeah. Something you, can't, the, something you can't guarantee on every night. That's sad, isn't it? He didn't it? leave the game, but he walks around with his head hanging down. These are multi-million-dollar athletes that think – the whole world owes them something, and the world doesn't know them anything. Just go out and do your job. So. Well, my issue is very simple, and this is the NBA is going to have a lot of pressure on them in the next couple of years, and that isn't the issue of load management. Right, right now, they've got a problem. Oh, you know, yeah. They may have they may have some marvelous players, and they do. They have some really terrific players, but they don't resonate with, as I mentioned, with casual fans. You can't be the guy, Kawhi Leonard or Kyrie Irving, where because of load management, I'm not going to play tonight. You have a, it, it, to me, it's the equivalent of you two goes on a 40 city tour. And because of load management, Bono decides he's not going to play Detroit tonight. Right. Uh, wrong. Everybody bought tickets to see Bono and YouTube perform. They're all going to be there because everybody bought tickets to see them. If you want to be considered to be entertainers, which is the argument that NBA players have over and over again, that they are entertainers, there is an obligation to that family of four that is sitting in the upper deck that's going to one or two games a year and it turned out that the night that I decided to bring my daughter and my son to the game where I just spent a couple hundred dollars and I haven't even gotten to parking yet haven't even gotten into gas yet I haven't even gotten into concessions yet but I've spent $200 for the tickets to be in there and my kids are all wearing oh the merchandise that I bought you know, with the Kyrie stuff and the Paul George, and tonight's the night. Man, guess what? Nah, not gonna play tonight. Did you hear what Kobe Bryant's wife said at the Hall of Fame? She would tell him. She would say, "Why don't you sit out tonight?" Because he being, she said he'd be in so much pain that you know it's the wives hard. see everything, and he says, "You know how many people paid." Two, three hundred dollars a seat to come watch me play. I have to play, and that okay. was Kobe Bryant. I mean, whether right. you liked him or not, or his first time, you know, it, he showed up to play even yep. when he was hurt because yep. he knew people wanted to see him play. Yep. And Jordan, that, I mean, Jordan, if I Jordan was the Los Angeles game. Lakers, if I owned that team, I would fire LeBron James. You're fired. Pack up your crap. Get it out of your locker and get out of my building. 
go play somewhere where you can come and go as you please. But we're not paying you millions of dollars to walk off the court. Uh, that is unheard of in any workplace. And these guys got to get their clocks cleaned. You're fired. What? You're fired. Pack your crap up and get out of here. I, I wouldn't. If you walk out of my shop, you would never walk back in again. I'll tell you that much. I don't care how good you were. When he Larry didn't take Bird, any risk. They took the business risk. He didn't. Right. When Larry oh. Bird's back, and the reason Larry Bird's back went bad is because he decided to put in a driveway for his mother. And he did it himself with the concrete. <laughs> right? Well, as time went, you know, his back was, you know, he'd be laying on the sideline face down to keep his back as loose as possible. So a story was told to me about Larry Bird that he went to the team chiropractor's office the day of a game. Bird, he works on Bird's back for five six, seven minutes, and it's so tight. He says, Larry, I can't. He said, I can't do this today. I can't. So Bird gets up, leaves, he goes over, and he just he takes off. Team chiropractor now goes to the garden, and he sees the team doctor for the Celtics and the trainer and tells him, See, I'm really sorry, guys. He said, Larry can't go tonight. He said, in fact, he said, I'll, I'll be honest with you. He says, you know, he said, Larry might be out five or six days. I just couldn't do anything with his back. And they're looking at him like, what are you talking about? I worked on his back. He said, he's probably going to be out maybe five, six days. They said, uh, he's out on the court right now warming up. What? And Bird played that night. Game's over. And evidently the chiropractor went to Bird and said, I want to see you the next day. My office. They go in the office, and for, I don't know, five, ten minutes, I guess the chiropractor gives them what for. You know, I'm the doctor. I'm the, you know, you got to understand. They're trying to do what's best for you, blah, 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 right? And Bird, I guess, listens. And when he's done, Bird looks at me and said, are you finished? He says, yeah. He says, now you're going to listen to me. There is a family of four that showed up last night for their only game of the season, expecting to see me play. I'm playing because I owe it to them. Yep. That's old school. It doesn't exist in today's game at all. Uh, they've ruined their own sport, so good for them. Hockey? Man, them guys are freaking crazy. <laughs> you see some of the hits? It's like... Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. hockey is still pure, and the players play hard. They play hurt. They, you know, there's nothing more exciting than the Stanley Cup tournament. Basketball, to me, right now is a disgrace. Me and Matt were talking before. At, we'd love to see Utah win it all. You know, a team without a superstar. I wouldn't mind Milwaukee. I, I like the Greek freak. I think he's a good guy. He loves his city. He's going to stay put, you know. Yep. you got to love where you where you work, not, oh, I want to go play on this team so I can win a championship, you know. That's, why that, don't you that go mean, earn it? Exactly. That's why year after year, 
who's the voice of Shikolami, because he's just got that in him. We'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet Reagan Street Sunbury wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. Time for headlines. <laughs> All right, well, since just to recap the theme of the day as we start what to watch for. King, do you hear that sound? Yep. That's the sound of thousands of bandwagoners falling off the Lakers front right now. <laughs> <laughs> These uh, guys destroy their own lives all by themselves. So. <laughs> Guess who's going to be next? The Nets bandwagoners when they lose to Milwaukee. <laughs> all right, I'm done wait. now. I'm sorry. I, it, it, <coughs> excuse me. I will watch the NBA playoffs if Cleveland gets uh, if Brooklyn gets eliminated. I. It's just. I don't know. We'll see. Go Greek freak. Steve, what do you got? Game seven, Milwaukee Nets. Kyrie Irving on load management feels he needs the day off. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. (laughs) That's why I find the Sixers, assuming they get past Atlanta. It's going to be a tough series. I want Brooklyn. I do. Sixer fans were tweeting like at the I other like night. That kid for Atlanta, he's good. Yeah, Trey Young, he's he's gonna be a problem. But anyway, yeah. King, what do you got? Oh, a little change here. How much money do you think Johnny Manziel's making now for his autograph? Since when he was in college, he made thirty thousand dollars for his autograph. What's his autograph worth now? Since he's bragging about how much money he made in college. How much is he getting now? Buck ninety-five. I was gonna say a cent. Uh, he's one of the most stunning athletes I've ever seen. I watched him in college every game I could, and I thought this guy's a can't miss NFL player. And he was a total failure. So almost stupid. I, just, I find it funny that that he's making headlines now for the money he made in college signing autographs. Four letters: and E S P and N. ESPN. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. I, I find these guys bizarre. I, I really, you know, grow up. Go get a job. You know, football's not your, it could have been your game, but you thought you were better than you were. So, that's all. All right. I actually have a very good feel story. I don't know if you guys were aware about Greg Olson's eight-year-old yes. son who has the heart yeah. issue. This well, is really good. Yeah. Well, today, actually, to their credit, ESPN did report on this. Uh, he now has a heart donor. Yep. Greg Olson announced awesome. that today on Twitter, it's I awesome. believe. So awesome. that is awesome. Kudos to whoever's that donor. That's huge. Uh, yep. That guy's a great guy. I mean, yeah. 
hate to see a kid hurt like that. Yeah, it's a no. tough surgery too. A very tough surgery. Yeah, so. it's a very tough surgery, but you know, it's like it's one of those like you're so happy for the child, but somebody had to pass away for him to get. It's a, you know what I mean. It's just so many. There's an awful angle to it. There's a good angle to it. You know, it's, well, it's it, hard. Let me tell you, I, I I have a friend, and it was so exciting. And she, they got the donor, and he called everybody. And you're sitting on pins and needles. And she got her heart, and she yeah. didn't make it. It was oh, the God. worst wake I've ever been to in my life. Oh my God! No yeah. guarantee. It is a tough surgery. Let's yeah. just yeah. pray for him and that it comes yeah. through. Yes, of course. Because you get so excited for it, and then you got to let down again. And yeah, let's hope for the best for him and his All right. daughter. Steve, what do you got? Bruins and Tampa Bay will meet in the Eastern Conference Final of the Stanley Cup playoffs, and each one will have to win in another overtime game to do it because there's nothing like Stanley Cup overtime. You got that right. Did you see that shot from Marshawn last night? Nuts. He's got, he's got what, at least two or three overtime goals now? Yeah. This postseason? Yeah. He, it was a, he was literally parallel with the net. And the, the I watched it, and I was stunned. I was like, "That that was a goal! Holy guy! I, he couldn't have missed by an eighth of an inch. It wouldn't have gone in. And it's the only spot that was open in the net, and it was over the goalie's left shoulder, and just caught the top of the back of the uh, right next to the post. A quarter inch to the right, it would have hit the post and bounced out." Words, words you never hear in the NHL. You never hear the words load management. They right. only play. They only play when they are injured. They play when they're hurt, but they the only time they sit out is when they're injured. McElroy for the the Patriots. Uh, Patriots for the Bruins played thirty minutes last night. That this is a key. Carlos got hurt, got concussion. Yes, that's right. They're down a defenseman, the Bruins. That's not, they don't have a lot of depth of defense. So, Mackle, I can't pronounce all their names. Anyway, the kid played 30 minutes last night. And even when they won the game, he could barely get his leg over the uh, boards. It it was a fascinating game. I'll be real quick. Um, uh, Forget it. <laughs> it was a good game. We know that. Yeah, there we go. I thought that went really well. Today's show. No, it was been... a play. What's his name? The, the, I'm horrible with names, guys. The, the Bruins front line. Uh, Pasternak, Bergeron, and Marchand. Bergeron goes in the corner behind their own net. He draws. He did it on purpose to draw two Islanders to him. Then he passes it around the boards purposely to McElroy. He takes it up the ice all by himself. There's no one near him because now it's like a power play because of what uh, he did. It was amazing. He passes it to Marshawn. Marshawn shoots it in. Game over. It's just a brilliant play. I, and I don't pick up on it. I listen to these experts afterwards.